jab effect, jab jab effect, jab 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 effect, jab jab effect. Win, lose, or draw. I'm not worried about being undefeated and all the stuff that other people are worried about. I'm worried about being the best. And if taking a loss, you know, comes between me and being the best, then so be it. Jab effect, jab 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 effect. All right, y'all. Welcome back to the Just Absolutely Boxing Podcast. Happy New Year, everybody. My name is Combo Breaker 99. What he did against the best out there just makes me take my hat off to him. What's up, everybody? It's your boy, Boxing P. The undisputed champion. He really did some impressive things this year. Um, I said it was a pretty uh, dramatic knockout. You know, he, he applies that consistent pressure, and he has that determination and motivation to, you know, to keep pressing on in the fight. My name is Combo Breaker 99. I want to be a star. Hey, boy, Boxing P. Damn, he's knocking people out. Right. We just want to talk a little bit about some boxing, man. Just absolutely boxing podcast. I'm trying to prove that I'm the best. Mm, let's get ready to rumble! All right, y'all, what's going on? Welcome back to another Jab Podcast, episode 126. I'm Combo Breaker 99. What's up, everybody? It's your boy, Boxing P. And we back in the house, man. It was, uh, it was quite a devastating weekend, man. Devastating fight weekend. But at the same time, it was a it was a good boxing match that we watched. But just so many things went down in this fight. Deontay Wilder, he lost his he lost his belt via seventh-round knockout to well, TKO to Tyson Fury. And, um, man, like... Just seven rounds, there was just so much we learned from this fight, you know, in the ring and out of the ring from both of these fighters, you know, what they're capable of. So, you know, me and Pete, we just kind of want to go back and talk about, you know, some of the physical things and mental things with both of these fighters, you know, pressures, you know, the talk of uh, Mark Breland, who might be, uh, well, is, you know, split from Deontay Wilder. We just want to talk about all that, even the possibilities of this rubber match, you know, what all that means, but... Before we do that, man, what's been going on, P? How you been feeling since that since that fight highs came down, man? Um, man, it, it was it, it was it was rough, and, and you know, it, it was people actually, you know, saying that Frey was gonna, you know, win and do the do the stuff that he did, but you know, me and the most of the fans, it wasn't that Furry couldn't win. Furry is very capable of winning, but it's the fashion he did it in that's like mm-hmm. just so like mind blowing, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, it's not that Deontay Wilder couldn't lose or Furry couldn't win. It's the fashion that it happened that was so like just surreal, man. But um yeah, you know, it's been a couple of days and it, you know, it's a little better, but it's a little better and it's a little worse for a lot of different reasons. And, you know, for one thing, this fight attracted a lot of casuals and there's a lot of people talking about it that never talk about it. You mm, know, there's a lot of yeah. MMA guys talking about it. So, mm-hmm. you know, I've been getting better, but they've been picking scabs. So, but it's all good. Yeah, I feel the same way, man. Like, my first reaction was... um well, you know, like when we did our prediction, it was like either Deontay wins by knockout or, you know, Fury outboxes him. It was either those two options. But when we met in the middle and Fury just scored a TKO 
and just, you know, the fashion he did it in, you know, yeah, like a lot of people, I was like, wow, you know, for, for you know, for a few days, you know, I was just on that th- thousand yard stare, just like, wow, what happened, man? And like you said, just a lot of casual fans now, they kind of bring that negative energy. You know, they, they still got people in the game that want to see a person win for the wrong reasons, or they want to see a person lose for the wrong reasons, you know? Right, right. And one thing that been irritating me, and is when people kind of, what I was alluding to a little earlier is when people coming up to me saying, I told you that was going to happen. Same here, man. <laughs> you know, Ben Davidson, his former trainer was surprised that it happened. Yeah. He said, it shocked me, not that Tyson won, but the way he did it. He said, from my experiences with Tyson Fury, when he fought on the front foot, it wasn't, it didn't work too well. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So for him to go in there with somebody like Wilder and do what he did, walk him down on the front foot and, you know, take it to him, he didn't say, so how could just an average person bring that up? But I just I just had to say that, Ed, because it's like it, that window was just open for people now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm glad you brought that up here, man, because, like, same here. Like, I told people why Wilder would win, why Fury would win if he went and did it his way, but Again, whenever somebody came to me, they was like, yeah, I told you it was going to happen like this. I was like, I was like man, you, you said he would outbox him. You didn't know he was going to have the power. To, you you said it yourself, Tyson Fury didn't have no power. So how did you know he was going to do that, man? So it just opened that window. Like you said, man, they're they coming in right now. So I'm just trying to, you know, ignore it. I stayed away from YouTube the rest of that night, Saturday, Sunday. But... I just had to go back and kind of look at the fight a little bit myself. And, like, physically, man, like, when you watched the fight yourself that first time, what did you think, man? Like, what was your reaction on what you saw uh, Deontay Wilder and Tyson? What what, was Deontay Wilder? What was his reaction? What was your reaction to how he was in there, you know, um, fighting, his approach to it? Um, It was... I went to the movie theater to see it, so I don't know how big a movie screen is, but, you know, I'm watching these guys, huge, huge images of these guys, and mm-hmm. I didn't really see too much different from from Wilder because most of his fights, he is losing or has lost a lot of rounds until he gets that, that, that shot in. Yeah. So, you know, it wasn't the first round was telling for Fury because the way he came out and did what he said he was going to do, but it was kind of, you know, I, I did notice it, it, that kind of, it seemed like that gate, that threw uh, Deontay off a little bit though. You know what I'm saying too? You yeah. know what I mean? But, um, you know, after round one, you know, which in my opinion, you know, some people gave it to Fury. Some people gave it to um, Deontay Wilder. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it was it was one of those rounds that probably could have went either way. But um, Tyson Fury was definitely the one pressing the action and, you know, bringing it to Wilder. You know what I mean? Then, you know, the rest of the fight was, you know, what it was. But um, just see it, seeing it in the screen, you know, in the theater, these, I mean, you get to see every piece of sweat popping off you really you know what i'm saying it, it definitely is a, a different experience mm-hmm. you know watching it in the movie theater and i was in awe and i'm my mouth was dropped you know what i'm saying <laughs> i mean as a fight went on but 
you know, from round one, I was like, okay, I mean, nothing, nothing big happened. I mean, I seen Wilder hit him with a big right hand and nothing, Fury walked through it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But, um, how, I was like, all right. How did know, punches okay. sound? Like, you know, they say Tyson Fury can't hit hard. I know them jabs were just hitting, though, in the theater, though, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, it's the bass. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. He was hearing it. Yeah, man. It was, it, it, it was, it was, it was exciting. It was exciting. I definitely was on the edge of my seat. You know, we be in the edge of our, uh, edge of our seat in the house, and so yeah. I'm in the theater. I definitely was on the edge of my seat and had butterflies because, it was just, it, was, it was just wasn't what I expected. Yeah, definitely, man. Um, yeah, man, like, when I first saw it, too, like, Deontay Wilder, like, right away, like you said, like, most of his fights, it's hard to say if he is going to take a different approach because all of his fights are the same. Sometimes he's down, you know. He's always getting outboxed, and that's why I was just like, if he take that same approach, you know, Fury being a smarter fighter, Fury probably actually watched those tapes and say, well, if he's doing this, well, all I got to do to take away his power hand is just use this weight. That was the whole... That was it. Yeah. That was it, dog. That was the whole point. Mm Mm-hmm. And, like, again, like, the casual fans that told me I told you so, they was like, oh, Fury came in heavy. Well, if he tried to box from the outside, he's going to get tired, but they didn't expect him to use it themselves. See, they didn't expect, like, the point of that weight was to actually bully Wilder, you know? The whole point of it was just like to put that weight on him and like when I saw that I was just like yo Wilder really has no answer like the guy ain't really moving like he was in the first fight he's right there to be hit but it was almost like Deontay Wilder looked more intimidated didn't you think so after round one it was his eyes were different man. yeah round two when he came in it was a different look at his eyes a look of Okay, this, this, this is real. I gotta, you know what I mean. This, this is not what I expected. You know yeah. what I mean. It was a, it was a look of urgency. Not that he was losing, but a look of, okay, it's, you know, this is this this might be a long night. You know what I mean. And um, definitely, definitely, he, you know, he, he seen it more than anybody. He was in there round one with him and seen the difference in. You know him switching trainers and that that conk, that conk style. You know mm-hmm. Tyson Fury brought to him. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And you know, like the Crunk Gym, like you know they were famous for, you know, training big guys and making these big guys fight like they supposed to. You know, Manuel Stewart did it with Lennox Lewis and Klitschko. So, you know that rubbed off on Sugar Hill. So Sugar Hill just he didn't really he didn't he wasn't trying to start from scratch with Fury. You know, Fury's just a smart fighter where he just took in what he told him and they polished it up, you know? Exactly. And and, and I just, you know, to touch on that for a minute, you know, the thing that I seen overall in the fight too was just how high, you know, Tyson Fury's um, ring IQ is because it's one thing to watch a film. It's one thing to talk about. It's one thing to be in the corner and get instructions but it's a whole other thing to go out and execute those instructions. They had the discipline to do that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, like we say time and time again, you know, I get it. You know, coach told me to do this. I went out and caught a left hook and that all that went out the window. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But you got to be able to, you know, be disciplined and focused to, 
stick to the plan. You know, when Tyson Fury just for him to be able to stick to that Sugar Hill plan and that crunk gym style, the way he did was like kind of amazing. You know what I'm saying? It, it really was. You know, to come in there with the weight and definitely make the weight work for him. Mm-hmm. You know the way he did it. You know what I'm saying? I mean. Like I said, you know, people, you know, Deontay Wilder, he wasn't doing the rope of dope, man. No. He was really on the ropes, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. He wasn't trying to wait for um, Tyson to gas out because Tyson wasn't showing no signs of gassing out, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, um, but, um, yeah, man, I just to touch on, you know, Tyson Fury, the one thing I, you know, took out the fight, you know, about him is he's definitely a smart fighter. I mean, he's probably a smart man too, but he's a smart fighter. It's a difference, you know what I mean? Right, and and like you were saying, like one thing of watching tapes, like I've seen guys watch tapes before and they come out the loser because it's like sometimes if you're just watching the tape to say, okay, I can catch this guy at this moment. No, it ain't about that. You're just watching the guy to see him as a whole, you know, and see how your style can work with his. And I think that's what Fury and them do. That's what Floyd does, you know. Well, he said you don't watch tapes all the time, but it's like trainers watch tapes because they're trying to prepare you as a whole, prepare for everything, you know? And I think that's what Fury did. Fury was like, yo, I'm going to prepare for the unexpected. But it's like on Deontay Wilder's side, they were just expecting the knockout, you know? They were always expecting it to come, but it was like, yo, if it don't come, you got to have another plan. And it showed that they had no plan B or C, you know? And um, again, man, going back to this uh, off the mic before we started, we were talking about the weight thing, man. My question, yo, is like, well, we already saw who the weight gain gave advantage to, but like, what was it about the weight that made it look sluggish on Wilder, man, to you? Um, I mean, in my in my personal opinion, you know, Wilder probably probably was already at his optimum weight, you know. Everybody can't just put on weight. His frame, his body frame is not made to be a certain weight, obviously, because it's like the weight only goes to his upper upper body. Right. You know what I mean? Um, and you factor in a guy who says he doesn't do any running, any running. He doesn't jump any rope. Mm-hmm. You know, how, how are you building up your legs? Right. You know, your legs are like, that. that is boxing. Footwork, your yeah. legs, you got have to have your legs. So, um, I really seen, in my opinion, the weight gain for him really, really wasn't good. Like I said, he knocked out forty two other men at two eight between two twelve and two eighteen. Why would you gain twenty pounds? Mm-hmm. That, that's that's how I see it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It definitely was like a bad change because, like, when I saw it myself. At the weigh-in, I was like, yo, he, it looks good, but it's, like, top-heavy, you know, and it's, when you go all the way back to the bottom, I was like, yo, the legs still look the same, and a lot of people don't understand, you know, that legs is a foundation, you know, that's your that's your balance, that's where it all starts, and, like, your power, yeah, everything, everything, you know? especially for and this, and I'm looking at him, man, I mean, his thighs are skinny, too, it ain't like yeah. he got, you know, I mean, his whole leg, you know, it mm-hmm. goes from his body, from his upper body down to just, like, straight. Yeah, and imagine trying to generate power from those legs up to a a, a top-heavy body, you know? 
it's, exactly. it's not going to work. Like, I go back to Manny, you know, Manny Pacquiao, you see them legs right there. <laughs> They're built for exactly. speed, long, t- long exactly. distance or whatever. So, again, like you said, ro- road work is important. I don't care what the fighter, you know, who the fighter is. Like, running ain't just for, like, stamina. It's for strength, too, man. Like, it's, it's to build them, build them legs up. So, so yeah, like... For him, for him just to gain weight and try to change that last minute against a dangerous fighter, that to me was a big effect on why, why he lost too, man. Right, right, right. Especially thinking when his only, you know, ace in the hole is is is, is the right hand. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? If you say, "Hey, man, I put the weight, I put the weight on because I'm gonna try to roughhouse him and do some different tactics," and I think it might, you know, but just. I don't even really know why he put the weight on. I'd be curious to see what he say about that. Mhm. Yeah. And you know, speaking of weight too, man, like one of the things they said that you know was uh, a factor in this fight for him was that costume. Oh yeah. Oh, and real quick too, while we was on the weight. Oh yeah. So Fury weighed in the two seventy three. You know, at the weigh-in, he probably went up. The fight night and the Deontay Wilder possibly went down. Yeah, fight night. So you know, Wilder might have been in there with literally a three hundred pound man weighing and laying on him for seven rounds too. I was like, man. But um, anyway, like you said, in the costume. Yeah, the, the, yeah. Like I said, you know, well, he said it was that his legs were taken away from this forty pound, forty pound plus costume. That he had to stand around in for like forty minutes. Now, we we from the out, you know, we on the outside looking in all the time. We know presentation is important, and you want to put on a show. But how important, man, is it to think of things like you know, think ahead with this type of stuff, you know? Because what goes on out of the ring, like we always say, can affect the, the performance too, man. So, like, how important was it for his team to say, "Yo, man, like we need to rethink this," like, or or. Another question, was that even really, can you really factor that in as an excuse now that that rendered his performance? Um, I think it was, who was it? Shannon Sharp was, was saying something about that on ESPN. He said, you know, it, it, it is possible mm-hmm. to, after standing a, a, a extended amount of time, that it could, you know, drain your legs some, but, you know, it shouldn't have drained him from, from everything. Eh? You know what I mean? He was just standing and walking slow. It ain't like he was running and, you know, being real active. But they say it could be a factor. But, but like, the, 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 the thing is that mm-hmm. we starting to see that, you know, Wilder is a sore loser. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying, too? Because it's not just the costume. It's a whole bunch of stuff that... He's pointing to, you know, right after the fight, he said, hey, man, you know, he was a better man tonight, which it always should be regardless of how you feel, unless you get robbed, you know, by the judges or something. But, you know, in a fight like that, it's obvious he was the better man. And um, the costume, I would be embarrassed to bring that up, man. I'm a Wilder fan. I wasn't a fan of the costume. It, it, to mm-hmm. me, it wasn't aesthetically pleasing at all it was more WWE-ish than anything you know what I mean because mm-hmm. you gotta look at it like this and sometimes with theatrics less is more Tyson Fury just came out with a cape 
you know, crown. But that was more impactful than what Wilder did. You know, Wilder, I'm waiting for him to fall or trip. It was too much. Mm-hmm. It was too much going on with him. He had batteries. He could have caught on fire walking down. You know, it was just too much. You know what I'm saying? For you ready to come and fight. And then the fact that in it, it wound up affecting you. And you you made that choice. How can you blame the costume when you picked that? The fans didn't say, hey, Wilder, you need to get a cool costume. To you, you know, that's something you decided. And he said it was in his, in, in uh, you know, in, in celebration of Black History Month. That, what did that have to do with Black History Month? Right. You know, it just was, it just was a lot going on that. But, you know, I think all the stuff that, 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 that he's doing right now is just a sign of, him not being able to accept this loss. You know what I'm saying? And I just feel like he probably just needs to decompress and take some time off and really, you know, be with his love with his kids and his family, you know, like, Mm -hmm. you know, he making a statement about he want to go out on the shield, but he got eight kids, eh? Like I said, can Mark Breland go to your kids and say, hey man, here, your father said he want to go out on the shield. You know what I mean? It ain't just about you no more. Right. You know, for one, and then for two, like I told you, at I mean, you still got to realize you're an entertainer, Deontay Wilder. Is any form of entertainment really worth dying for? Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, you really have to think. You know, I know, I understand what you're saying. You're just a warrior spirit, but that don't make it right, or that don't make it make sense. You know what I mean? So, and like, yeah, like, and, and you know, like we with the costume thing too, like. That kind of factors into like everything to me, like that you always like you always hear fighters say like we want to do everything right, so when we get to the ring, there's no excuses. Like what was the rumor? They always say no sex before a fight. Don't eat exactly. don't eat certain foods. That's like you know it's almost like eating a double cheeseburger before a fight. You know what I mean? Or like eat two cheeseburgers for a fight, and after that, when you get there, you're gonna feel sluggish. You know so. Any, anything down to even like a costume, you have to say, you have to look at it and say, well, this is like really hot. You know, maybe, maybe I better. Absolutely. Yeah, like Absolutely. maybe I Absolutely. need to take this thing off or like oh, we can do without this part or like we need to we need to make sure, you know, nothing on here is going to hurt me. You know, so for, for, for a fight on this level, yeah, yeah. Those, he, he actually said he never tried to shoot on the mm-hmm. night of the fight was the first night he tried to shoot on. Okay, but the weight of the suit, all that stuff was on the package. You paid $40,000 for the suit. The weight of it was on the suit. Mm-hmm. But a fight this big, you the first time you're putting it on is before the fight. Yeah. And, and you experimenting with that. Mm-hmm. It's just like a lot of things just wasn't smart decisions. Eh? You know, and but it's only one person to blame in all this, if you ask me. Yeah, yeah. It's Dante Wilder. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, it's always... It, just like when we say a fighter wins, they get all the glory. But again, you know, the 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 negative side for them is when they lose, they get all the def- you know they get all the agony as well. You know, absolutely, you absolutely. Know, which which is only fair. I'm I'm a still a Wilder fan. Definitely, I think I think he'll be back. I'm not gonna kick him while he's down, but mm-hmm. I gotta speak the truth. Right. You know what I'm saying? That I gotta you know speak the truth, but you know he just kind of need to just stop with all the. All because what excuse was it? Mm-hmm. You know the fans. The fans are thinking, "Hey, yo, you had a busted eardrum. Your equilibrium was off." We that's what we that, that's what was obvious to the, to people watching the fight. Mm-hmm. From fans to professional fighters, everybody thought your eardrum was busted. 
That's all he had to tell the fans. Yeah. Hey, yo, address at my eardrum got busted. It was, you know, I couldn't really get that. Nobody can bash you for that. But no. the costume and you find Mark Breland because he threw the towel and, you know, you mad at Andre the I mean, you know, it just, that, that signs of you just not being able to accept the loss, dog. And, 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 and it was a loss. It was an L. Yeah. In every form and fashion, yeah. shape of the word, it was an L. Yeah, it's just a and, loss, and you know that's right. when it's time to grow from it. Like, like I, I, like you said, I respect Wild. I still like him, but my thing is like I like champions. You know, I like my champions when they win and even when they lose. You know, if they're gracious and lost, like you know, Absolutely. I always go back to my man Holyfield. Like when he lost his first fight to uh, Riddick Bow, he was gracious and lost. He fought his heart out, but he didn't go and say, "Well, you know, we uh we ate like." You know, we ate this big dinner before the fight. I shouldn't have ate or I had food poisoning. You know, it was just like, yo, I took an L, you know. I'll be back. It wasn't no costume thing. Yeah, when you start pointing, like, saying certain things like the costume, the trainer. And that's why I come to Martin Breland's defense because, you know, he he's a real dude. You know, he's an OG. He's a former Olympian. You know, he's a he's a ch- former champion. So how did I feel that this, you know, older man is trying to, you know, look out for you? How how do you think he feels now? You know, now he's probably feeling like, yo, you know, everybody against me because I tried to look out for the guy, a guy I love, you know. So it's like I got to, you know, I got to, you know, kind of speak for him as well, or at least, you know, side with him on this because that was, you know, all in all, it was just like, yo, like so much emotions running on Wilder right now. And, you know, he's thinking he's speaking before he's thinking, you know. All right. Off, off emotion, which, which, which we understand, dog. Mm-hmm. You just. Went through probably one of the biggest things in your life. You know what I'm saying? Losing the way you did on the stage that big. This fight was huge. It, it, it's in the history books. It, it did numbers, you know? So mm-hmm. it, 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 it is a lot, and we, and we get that. But, you know, don't. You got to be careful with, with, your, with your words. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. on the flip side, is you know, Deontay Wilder was loud and boisterous and he was wearing the crown well, in my opinion. You know, to me, he was the type of guy that wouldn't make no excuses when he lost. Mm-hmm. But lo and behold, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's all we kind of getting from him. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I think he would get more respect just saying what he said. Yo, I'll be back down. He was the better man that night and it is what it is. But, you know, a lot of things happen, you know. You won't be beating Floyd's record. Yeah. You know, you are defeated now. You know what I mean? A lot of things changed for him that night. And, you know, he just got to accept that and roll with the punches. That don't mean he still can't be the bronze bomber. But making excuses is not going to fix none of it. You know, Firemark Breland, a a day one guy, Mm -hmm. you know, that's the difference. The rest of these trainers is after a check. The day one guy is a guy who, re- who do, do really care about you, and you know anybody yeah. else he hired is about a check. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They might encourage you to go into a fight that's not the the, 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 the a smart thing to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's they'll just, be like as long as he the... got a lot going on right now, and, yeah. and he got a lot of work to do too. Not only do you got a lot of like chaos going on around you, but you got a lot of work to do, uh, Wilder. You know, what I mean, a lot of things in the fight. And maybe it was just a bad night for you, but, you know, the defense was, wasn't was looking good. The only thing that looked good that night was your chin. 
Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's yeah. the only thing that was, was good that night from him was his chin, you know, but, you know, a lot of things were just, 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 I, 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 for the life of me, I can't understand why he kept pulling back on a guy with 80 inch reach and get, and it wasn't working at, right. he just kept doing it. And, you know what I mean? And, no and, body shots, no combinations, no, you know, you ain't saying you got to be the best boxer to throw a combination at. Right. You know, or go to the body. Yeah. You know? On top of that, something simple, too. Like, he was just stepping to his left, right into the right hand, you know? Right into the right hand. Right into the right hand. I was just like, just simple mistakes. And that was the thing, man. You know, I was just saying to myself, was like, when I was watching this fight and I saw him taking that beat and I was still like, you know, hey, I'm still riding with him. You know, it's cool. Like, it's crazy how words can hurt you a little bit more because it's like, in this fight, I knew he was losing. I could still say, yo, I still ride with you. I'm still a Wilder fan, but like... It, 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 like I said, it's, it's, it, this is a time I'm just... People don't understand. Sometimes it's about to just not say nothing. And this, this is a time where until, you know, he get past it. It's been two days. Mm-hmm. Took the worst beating his life two days ago. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, his kids, his wife, you know, all these people concerned. They saw him and... He's just going through a lot, man. You know, people throwing business at him. They talk about the third fight. The third fight is all about money. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, just a lot of things you got to factor. And Deontay Wilder, he's 34. How much How much can he be trained? How much can he change at 34? Mm-hmm. You feel me? Yeah. You know, I mean. It's how just, much does he want to change? Does he? Yeah, does he yeah. want to change, you know? And, and, you know, going back into the interest to, like, I, you know, I respected that, you know, he had the Black History montage, you know, he's paying homage and stuff. But, yeah, it was just that costume, man. Like, like I said, I go back, you know, Errol against Mikey Garcia. That was my favorite entrance. It was just simple. It made a statement. And, you know, no big costume. Like, the entertainment's around you, but you you, you ready to fight. You know what I mean? Right, right, so, right. That's why I think sometimes less is better. Less is better. Yeah, definitely if it's going to mess you up, man. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? This is definitely better if it's going to impact you. Like I said, you know, we watched Israel Adesanya do a dance routine, routine, a flip, and then go out there and knock somebody out. Mm-hmm. Or a elite guy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, to each his own, people are different, but, I mean, you just saying just having something on and walking just zapped you like that it's just I mean that's hard for people to, to accept you know what I'm saying and even even if you do say that and like I said if, if that really was what it was I would have kept that to myself man, because like I said nobody told you to go get that suit dog mm-hmm. nobody told you to do that now, that ain't part of boxing you know you know what I'm saying man? that ain't part of boxing that's something that you you know you, you say it's for black history month I didn't see no black history I seen skulls on the, on the thing Mm-hmm. It looked like something from medieval, medieval or the future. You know what I'm saying? I didn't really necessarily see nothing really representing us, but whatever. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? But all the excuses, it's just like nobody really cares, eh? If <laughs> you feel me, what's in the books is you lost. Right. You right. Know, none of them excuses are going to make people look at this fight a different way because a lot of people have been waiting for this, mm-hmm. you know? You know, you you bomb squad, you loud and boisterous. So a lot of people been waiting for something like this to happen to you. That's just the way it is. Even if you was the nicest guy, somebody would have wanted to see this happen to you because of who you are. But 
people have been waiting to see this happen to him, man. You know, uh, I was watching this video of Dylan White, and they was asking him about his reaction, and he was laughing so hard, and it wasn't a fake laugh. It was like, it was kind of weird to watch him. I mean, he was like seeing him laugh, and like it be a real laugh. He really was entertained by seeing what happened to Wilder or whatever. I was like, wow. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying, but I mean, this is part of it. He got he got to de- he got to deal with all that being who he was, that loud and boisterous person. Like I say, not necessarily cocky, so to speak. You know, but he he definitely w- was a voice in the game. And oh yeah, yeah. You know, um, that the, 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 this comes with that, right? You know what I'm saying. I mean. You know, the world, you know, the, you know, the country here, you know, they'll twist it. Like they see you being loud, but they're not listening. So they automatically, you know, already see your dark skin and think you a villain. So, you know, all of that pressure builds up on you. And then after that, when you kind of ride here, man, you and you put more and more pressure on yourself. The fall is going to be harder. You know what I mean? Like the fall is going to be harder for you. And after that, like you said, like Dillian White, he out here clowning. He a clown, too. But, you know, he out here making jokes and. Exactly. You know, exactly. he already a clown too, but it, it was like he wanted yeah. it to happen, you know, so. Exactly. exactly. And we know AJ, he's somewhere exactly. probably smiling too, so. It's, he, he's smiling, but he still took the high road, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, he took the high road, yeah, yeah, that's why I know he ain't going to, yeah. Mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Yeah. But of course he smirked and had, had a little, you know, happiness seeing that happen, definitely since he mm-hmm. had experienced it himself, but you know, it's all about really what you put out there. Mm-hmm. We all human. But with, okay, so with that, man, we bring that up, you know, we want to talk about this mental pressure. Like we had talked about this the other day, like so much pressure was on both of these fighters in this one, man. But like you could tell the difference on how both of them handled it and how it kind of transitioned into the ring. Like, like how, how, how do you think both of them were feeling it? Like, what was your, what was your, of seeing everything you saw from Wilder walk from the ring in his performance? to Tyson Fury to his ring walk to his performance like how do you think that pressure was on him how do you think it felt to them like was it was it necessarily I mean, like nervous to, energy to be honest you know Tyson Fury looked really relaxed the whole time mm-hmm. even they kept going back to Deontay Wilder in, in the locker room just pacing 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 and they claim pacing is a sign of nervousness or anxiety you know not necessarily a good sign but Tyson Fury seemed relaxed, happy, smiling. Mm-hmm. Deontay Wilder came out with, I don't know if he, you know how some people just want to look mean. I don't know if it was a, it was a Charlo face or he really was just that focused. We really had the mask on. We don't know what he was doing, you know, up under there. But I would presume he had, the, the, the you know, the growl on him. But, you know, one thing I want to bring up too, Ann, is, you know, he said he did this for Black History Month. That was a bad idea, Ant, because you you brought an element into this that don't really have nothing to do with it, and that added pressure to you. Mm-hmm. Because now, because now you're saying you're doing it for us. You know what I'm saying? And exactly. guess what? You let us down. You know what I'm saying? We didn't say do that for Black History Month. It wasn't that. wasn't It wasn't a black and white thing at all. It was two of the top guys, like Emmanuel Stewart said, what happened in 2012. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Competing in the ring. 
you know, so like I say, once again, man, and like you said, you got to be careful the stuff you say. Mm-hmm. You know, you got to be careful the stuff you say. You know what I mean? This wasn't about Black History Month, dog. Right. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? It really yeah. wasn't that. I know what you mean. Like, it was like, okay, like, what I always say, when two guys get in the ring, that's what I want to see. Like, when these two fight, that's it. There is no color to it. You know what I mean? Like, we just see, we watching skill for skill. But, like, the world around you, you know, they got the unspoken it's making it about color, but once you bring that element in too, you going you really, really are making a lot of pressure on you. Like you can make history, you can make history just by doing it. You know, sometimes that's the best way to do it. You know, like when Joe Lewis he came back, knocked out Max Smelling in one round. You know, that's Mark. That's Black History. Um, black History Month. Just you were about you at the time, and you made you made your own moment. You know, you didn't put so much on your back. You put a lot of a lot of pressure that didn't that he can't blame nobody for but himself. The black community did not say, "Yo, Wilder, you gotta do this for us." This February is black. We didn't say that. We didn't say that. We wanted you to win, mm-hmm. but we didn't say we wanted you to do it for Black History Month. You know, and I get where he kind of he coming from. It wasn't a malicious place. But in the same time, you got to be careful what you say, man. Words, words. Uh, once you put them into the atmosphere, they out there working. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And he put that out there. And now, like I say, somebody very well can say, yo, you know, thanks for nothing for, you know, black history. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, it's the, it's the end. We live in the internet age. You know, people are going to come back and make him eat those words. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And like I say, man, you just got to be careful the pressure you put on yourself, man. And, you know, you did it for Black History Month, wore, wore, wore this heavy suit, and that possibly caused you to fight. And we are, that's not what we wanted. It's not what the black community wanted. Because, it's really, really not, right? You know what I mean? Hey, if he, you know, and the thing is, like, do it for you first, and then after you win, then dedicate it, you know? That would have probably then worked out better, yeah, you know? Like you say, before you know it, and that's the thing, yo, it's about actions, actions, not words, you know actions, what I'm saying? Yes. Once you got the KO, hey, I want to dedicate this knockout to black history. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's how you do it. Yeah. You don't tell you don't say it before because you might have to eat the words. You know it's the fight game. Mm-hmm. Anything can happen. Yeah. Fight game. This wasn't guaranteed, you know what I mean? This dude on this other side, he's preparing just even more, you know? And um Yeah, going back to that mental thing, like I was saying with the pressure, like I was telling you the other day, it was like, what I saw in the pressure, man, was like, just two different ways to handle it. Like, I feel like Tyson Fury, he comes out more as an entertainer. He's still a fighter, but he's coming out as an entertainer. And when when the crowd comes out to watch an entertainer, they're not really judging him. They're actually, they're, they're wanting to see this person have fun because, like I said, Tyson Fury, he's coming out like a singer. He's coming out like he's clowning. He's coming out putting his own act. You know, he's not trying to live up to nothing. He's having fun. Whereas Wilder, like we said, we put that pressure on himself. It's more like he's coming out like a politician. And you know, when you're a politician, you got to play the straight road. And the minute you mess up, the minute you mess up, you know, everybody's against you. And I kind of felt like he might have felt like he had that pressure. Like, I got to live up to a certain standard tonight. And it was just so much that he couldn't focus fully on the fight, you know? Yeah, I mean, and and to his credit, because we are, we definitely not trying to discredit him. No, I mean, 
it's unsurmountable pressure, and I mean, yeah. I'm not saying, oh, he had some pressure, he just couldn't handle the, 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 the shit that he was under, because it was stuff he was dealing with that we don't know about that. Right. You know, money, the back end, politics, family stuff, but just the stuff that we see, a stage that big, you know what I'm saying? I mean, every celebrity came out to see that. This, I mean, the fight transcended. They brought the casuals out. This, this was huge for boxing, you mm-hmm. know, the fight. And to lose the way you did on the stage that big, man, or just even knowing that you could lose on the stage, that's a lot of pressure. Yeah. It's a lot of pressure. It's a lot of pressure, man. That's the that's the big lights right there. And that's where I thought, like, you know, yeah, like, when you come out with a certain aura, you know, like, even going back to Roy Jones, that's what made him, you know, always have, you know, always have good energy when he would fight. You know, Roy said it wasn't a job. He was there to have fun. And that's what it was like when you saw him coming out rapping, he was entertaining. He was being him and just having fun. He wasn't worried about what people were saying. I think that the fun element wasn't there for Wilder that night. Yeah, well, but like you said, you know, he always, he, 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 he's a bronze bomber. So when it's fight time, he always got to have that ice cold demeanor, whether he don't really feel like that or not. But, like you say, watching combat sports throughout the years, we've seen tons of guys who are super silly, gregarious, goofy. You know what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. when it's fight time, they, I mean, Anderson Silva, he came down, he danced, he did Michael Jackson, he did all that stuff. He did old Michael Jackson dances yes. and still came in and won. Mm-hmm. You know, nobody says a fighter has to come down with the mean, what's the name? And see, it's different with Mike. That's how Mike really was. You know, it was different with George Foreman. Mm-hmm. That's how these guys really was. Mm-hmm. We know Deontay Wilder, a nice guy. Mm-hmm. We know he, we always smiling. He's a nice guy. So for him to have to transform into this and, you know, get in the character and have the mask, and it's just a lot of unnecessary pressure because I don't think that's really him. Right. You know, Tyson Fury is really being him. And when he stepped in the ring, that switch turned on and he turned into the gypsy king. You feel me? And that's when we want to see the bronze bomber. I don't care if you come out and break dance, but when you get in the ring, we want to see the bronze bomber. And mm-hmm. the bronze bomber, we, we seen all the glitz and glamour, but we never got the bronze bomber. Not the one we used to see it, mm-hmm. or the one we wanted to see. So, you know, at the end of the day, it's lessons, you know, in life that everybody got to go through, you know. We got to think about Tyson Fury. This would have been, I mean, Wilder, this would have been his 11th title defense. He knocked out 42 men. Mm -hmm. That's stuff that no other man has ever done. So, of course, it's it's a little bit of feeling yourself going on. You know what I'm saying? Oh, definitely, yeah. Maybe this loss, this humble pie, you know, can help him go to another level. You know what I'm saying? We'll see. I, I, I don't know. I'm not going to kick him right down, but he definitely was in the realm kind of on his own because he, he was doing things that, you know, people wasn't really doing. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, because he in the books for a couple things. He got, like, the most first-round knockouts, first consecutive knockout. I mean, all kinds of records he was breaking. You know what I mean? Right. Regardless of competition, he was doing it. He was doing it, and yeah. That, yeah, and that's feeding your ego. You know what I'm saying? I, look, I I, I I done broke a record that the real brown bomber made. Mm-hmm. Come on, man. 
that, that don't feed into your ego. And I don't know if that's exactly what happened, but he was in oh, he, those talks of doing stuff in, uh, on that level. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, he did definitely tie with Muhammad Ali with 10, 10 title defenses, though. So, you know, that is big. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah, stuff like that. You, you tie with, with the greatest of all time, though. Mm-hmm. You feel me? So, you know, he had a lot of things going on, and he really accomplished all that with just the right hand. So, like I say, if it ain't broke, why fix it? You know what I mean? And I'm not, I'm saying in his psyche, I'm not saying in the real world. I just see how somebody can get seducted, seduced Mm -hmm. with, 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 with what he was going through. You know what I'm saying? I made millions. I did this, I did all from this right hand. Mm-hmm. It's my baby. You know what I'm saying? And they married, Joe. Yeah, it, it can do you no wrong. You know, that's how yeah, you it do it. It can do him no wrong at that particular time. And that can be intoxicated. He made millions off just the right hand, man. Eh? I mean, shit. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's a, you made millions off just one hand? Mm hmm. That's why it's like, I mean, yo, it's like. So to abandon it, it would be like, yo, why, you know, it's like cheating if I abandon it. You now, it's like, it's, it's going to work. You know, it's going to work, but. When that time comes, it ain't working. But that's like a big, that's like a big mental shock to him too. You know, it's like when that doesn't work, what else do we got? You know, right? I mean, <clears throat> and the thing is, okay, wow, the right hand only good for the extended. So you could be, you know, if you're not in that range, it's irrelevant. Mm-hmm. It's kind of irrelevant if you're not in that range. So, therefore, you definitely need a plan B, plan C, plan D. You know, that's that's your long-range weapon. Yeah. You feel me? But you need some close-quarter weapons. You need some uppercuts. Maybe you can get some torque on the uppercut. I don't know. We never see you throw nothing. Right. No, uh, not you know enough. I mean? Yeah. You know, it's still, you know, not enough, like, jabs to really set it up. You know, I'm still not getting enough pretty jabs to... To set up the right hand, you know. Yeah, to set up the big right hand, you just throw it out there. You know, you got to set it, you know, you can catch a guy, but it's a way to set it up to make sure you catch him. Yeah. (laughs) You feel me? Yeah. There's more, there's more, there's more of a guaranteed way that's going to work, you know what I mean? Like, you know, Riddick, you go back to Riddick Bow, you know, had one of the best right hands I used to see, and I was like, yo, it land every time because he's got a he's got a calculated way of setting it up, you know, so. Right. Especially the way he throw the right hand at Yeah. He overextends it, he, so he's going to go way past it if he miss and be open for the easiest counter. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? All day long. So it's like, yo, when you throwing like that, you need to make sure that it's going to land. Yeah, you got to make sure you it lands. Mm-hmm. You know, that first one you hit Tyson Fury with, he was too far. Tyson Fury turned with the punch, so it wasn't really effective. It, it was it was kind of a waste. Yeah, it's kind of a waste. Yeah, you know you're so eager to get that shot off that you know. I mean, I'm just saying you got to use your weapons effectively, man. And that's why I say, you know, it was just a learning lesson. Tyson Fury got, I mean, Wilder got dust himself off and, and, and bounced back. If he can, that was a brutal beating. A lot of guys wouldn't be able to come back from where he went through, man. You know, mm-hmm. we, we don't know. I don't know the extent of his injuries, but I was there in the movie theater, and I could, each round I seen his face just getting worse and worse. I didn't really see mm-hmm. like wh- where it was coming from, but each round his face was getting worse and worse, puffier, more blood, 
bleeding from different places. You know, it was just getting worse and worse. You know, I'm, I'm like, damn, that was seven rounds? That's crazy. You know what's crazy is like, it's always them shots that you don't really see. See, like, yeah, the ones that you don't really see. Like, when a person goes back to the round, I'll be like, damn, well, what happened in that round? You know, it's like, it's those heavy shots that you don't really think are that heavy. Like those those jabs that he's hitting him with, you think they're not doing much damage until you see him up close, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, and and, and the thing you can see Tyson Fury putting the weight on the punches. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You know, you you can see him putting that two seventy three on the jab. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's why I say just just use the weight to perfection. You know what I'm saying? I mean. As opposed to Andy Ruiz, you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, Tyson right. Curry, you know, he used his weight effective, you know. And and, and and the thing is that it's still like, it's, this is why this is my favorite sport. Even though my man didn't win, you never know what's going to happen in a fight game. You know, if you know what's going to happen, there's no need to watch. Mm-hmm. But this... You, you you never know. You can watch all the film you want. You can watch all the training you want, all the interviews, and come fight night. You just never know what's gonna happen. Like I say, like, like once again, at, to, to 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 my defense, why I told you, you know, I'm kind of done with the predictions. How could I predict why those was gonna weigh a suit to weigh forty pounds and that was gonna weaken his legs and he was? How could I predict that? Eh? See, I mean, hey, look. Factor that into my prediction, dog. Nobody cares. See that today are doing to you, dog. It's it's you. You can't. How can I do that? Right. See, because it's like we're doing like we're trying our best to say we're going by what we see in the ring and the stats, but like boxing math is never guaranteed. There's always that variable, like you said. There's always that one variable. It's like either the mental, you know, that mental always throws it off, or something like you know. A, a, a forty pound costume, see? Exactly. You and know? that's the thing, okay. I, I get you know, injuries and stuff like this, but for one guy to say he didn't train for a heavyweight title fight, belts on the line. Ruiz, yeah. And, and, and then another guy to tell me that the costume that he chose, he chose it. Mark Breland didn't choose it. Mm-hmm. He didn't choose it. You chose it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So you choosing that is 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 an excuse. It's just it's just it's just hard. It's just hard pill for me to swallow, man. Mm-hmm. And you know yeah. what I'm saying? It's hard pill to swallow. You know what I'm saying? That's all, all, all roads lead to Deontay Wilder on this. And nobody else. That's what makes boxing fascinating, man. Like it's it's like you can look at everything skill wise, technical wise, but one day one guy might not want to feel like doing something. You know, he might not want to feel like training. He might feel like uh, I got to make an impression by coming in the ring in this costume. (laughs) Or thinking this this happened in the ninth ending, brother. Yeah. All the training, all the preparation was done. This was the ring walk they zapped him mm-hmm. to lose the fight. So you know, our prediction, our prediction was probably right up to that. He did do everything he was supposed <laughs> to do, except for pick the costume. Yeah, which a costume is not required for boxing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And that zapped him. 
I'm just saying, brother, it's like, the, the, I get the stuff that we might understand, but we getting stuff that's like, yo, you, this, this is what people saying for, for, for fights on this, on these levels, heavyweight world title fights. I don't know, man. It seemed a bit crazy to me, bro. <laughs> yeah, it was something, you saying. know. It was something, man. Like, I saw it when it came in, you know, the ring, and I was like, you know, okay, he got the theatrics going, but I did not know it was going to be a big factor in the fight, though. I didn't know it was like it was going to all come back down to that costume. You know what I mean? Like, I thought it was a guy in the ring that did the damage, but, you know, hearing that it was a costume, it just got you like, whoa, man, like, I don't know what to think sometime now. Yeah, it's just... I mean, I'm thinking about the costume, too, man. Just, mm-hmm. It's so... Man, we not. I'm not going to hop on it, but I just got to get this out of it. It's so many reasons that wasn't a good idea. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but if it weighed 45 pounds, I can guarantee that it was hot, right? Yeah. You know, because it wasn't just no... You know what I'm saying? It, 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 it was heavy. It weighed 45 pounds. So I know it was hot. Now, before a fight, you don't know how long it's going to be. Like they say, they might tell you, all right, it's going to be five minutes. You, you you know what I mean? You could be standing around for a while, which supposedly was happening to him. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He had put the suit on and was standing around for a while. But I, I would just think that wouldn't be cool for me about to go perform. And I got this thing on that's making me sweat. You know what I mean? E- e- even the sweat. Yeah. I might get dehydrated. I might lose too, you know, too much water. It just, for so many reasons, just wasn't a good idea for him to come in there with an outfit that intricate. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, right. It, yeah, that's true. It was, it was complicated, yeah. man. Mm-hmm. It took 10 minutes, 5 minutes to take it off. They, they was working with it. They act like they didn't know how to take it off. I'm just saying, dog, that's, it was a bit much. And I'm not bashing the man, but I'm just saying, like, when Deontay Wilder said, hey guys, this is the costume we should have, everybody should have unanimously, unanimously said no. And they may have, and he went and did it anyway, but I just don't see how he thought that was a good idea, dude. You know, mm-hmm. being, being an athlete and being you about to go perform, and I just don't understand that. Yeah, yeah, because I mean, in boxing, like, you want to try to be as mobile as possible, you want to be as comfortable as possible down to the shorts. You know, you see guys making sure they got the right shorts for their movement, Absolutely. you know, all the Absolutely. way up to the ring, you know, they're already like comfortable, you know, whether they just wearing the, the bathrobe Tyson style, you know? Yeah. But once again, this fight was another just weird fight before and after the fight, because I don't know if you was watching yet, but did you see when they bought Wilder his gloves? Yeah, I saw that. In the, like, I would think a guy would, one that had his gloves a little earlier than that to 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 to, to, to mess around in them. It's like he just put them on like right before the fight. Yeah, they you know just got shipped there. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. But I, you know, even who was Andre Ward, whoever's commentating thought it was weird. Then one guy said, "Well, no, it can happen like that or whatever." But I think Andre Ward was like that. That's the same kind of crazy to me. They coming in the you know FedEx bag, you know, minutes before the fight. Yeah, because I think. What they had said was something was wrong with the previous pair of gloves, but I've seen in the past where, you know, fighters, they bring two pairs. They have both pairs. Right, right, right. Right. They have both pairs checked, 
you know, to make sure they they pass the commission. So in case something wrong with that, when you got the other pair. So that pair, they said, was already checked when it came in. But I was like, yo, man, like, dang, man, they didn't even have a second set of gloves ready. I mean, they got the right. costume, but, you know, they should have had the gloves, like, right, right there. Right, right, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the gloves, uh, what you fight with, the costume, mm-hmm. you don't fight with that. Mm-hmm. You know? And, and he made and he made a statement about that, like I was more worried about the costume than something else. I'm thinking, why though, brother? No, man. You about to go put your life on the line? Yeah. You worried about a costume? You know, we didn't care if you had came out there like Mike. Mike used to just come with nothing. Yeah. And we loved it. Yeah. We loved it. That's all they come to do, man. Just like you know, they're ready to fight. Like I'm not just coming for the theatrics, man. Like once that stuff come off, it's like, show me something. What you got? <laughs> you know. That's all and, I'm ready and, for. And, and to me, when you really got skills, you don't need no theatrics. That's for guys who, you know, need to get the crowd going and get boost themselves up. You know, Tyson Fury don't need it. He's just that's just him. Mm-hmm. But other than that, I, I I'm cool with just the Mike Tyson thing because we really don't need that though. That's for people who need it. When you got skills, I don't want to see Terrence Crawford coming out with no whole band and whole bunch of this and a whole bunch of that. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? It's unnecessary. Mm-hmm. To me, you know, you come in, you do all that after the fight. Celebrate after the fight, you know? Yeah. But, um, you know, Deontay Wilder, he came out with the costume. I mean, he did the cliche, the black fighter come out with, with the rapper, which, you know, I mean... I I wasn't impressed by his his ring walk from the costume to what he to to what to what happened. Mm-hmm. You know, Tyson Fury's thing was more aesthetically pleasing. This dude's getting carried out. He's singing the song that he sung to his wife. It was just more of a touching or connecting ring walk, and mm-hmm. and this was from you know a black person to you know. Yeah. A white man, I felt more connected with that. I actually thought the he was. The thing was like kind of dulled it down. It was like high energy, then it got real dark when Wilder came on. Mm-hmm. I actually thought Tyson Fury was corny to me. Like I just, you know, that was just me though. I was just like, I mean, he had the Patsy Cline. But I, I mean, like, like the song. I like the song. I like the song. The Patsy Cline. Like I like Odie. So yeah, I like the song. To me, it just kind of threw me off. Like you know. I kind of wanted something mid-tempo where both guys were just ready to go, you know? So I wasn't really impressed by that either. Like, I just wanted to see somebody make a statement, you know what I mean? Like, look, make me make me feel like you prepared, you know what I mean? Yeah, the bottom line. Yeah. The bottom line. But, mm-hmm. but when, when you look at the fight and go back and see what happened, Tyson Fury can go back to his ring walk and say, okay, my, this is validated, you know what I'm saying? This is validated. Now, Deontay Wilder, he, 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 I mean, he wanted to throw that suit away. Mm-hmm. He wanted to erase all that because all that went left. You know what I mean? But it's just Tyson Fury is a more charismatic person, bottom line, than Deontay Wilder. And he going to get into different realms. And that's just the way it'll always be, you know? Yeah. I, I'd rather see Deontay Wilder the more gregarious side of him laughing and having fun than this super mean because it's not him. That really was Mike Tyson on the camera, off the camera. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. But, you know, Deontay Wilder, you know, that's not really his, his, his demeanor. You know, he liked to have fun. 
you know, you ain't see Mike Tyson joking around, dancing like no good, you know, you know, you just didn't see him That's doing things. Yeah. You didn't see Marvin Hagler doing this stuff. You know what I'm saying? Right. These were serious guys. That was them, man. Uh, that's why I was just like, yo, like, all from the jump, man. I just like, whenever it is, it comes these big fights when it's like a lot of pressure. Sometimes I just be like, yo, like, everything just needs to be energy focused on that fight. Like, going back to the even the Spence and Sean Porter fight, you know, when they both came out for their fight, it was no, no, no theatrics. It was a unification fight. They both were serious. It was like, it's just go time, but. When you kind of make it something bigger than it is, like I always say, man, that that fall is going to be so much harder. And like you were saying, even with the suit, like now when you think of that or when you see it, you're going to think of defeat. But like when you go back to Tyson Fury, like, see, he did everything right. He was going, you know, preparing. He was making sure every, the skills are prepared. And then at the last minute, he was probably like, yo, we're going to do this. You know, the costume was probably the last thing on his list, you know. I mean, in the costume, he just had a cape on. It wasn't nothing right. cape and a little crown. It wasn't nothing that's going to take 10 minutes, nothing heavy, you know. And then, like you say, Wilder, he paid 40 k for that suit. Mm-hmm. He's probably burnt somewhere right now. <laughs> you feel me? Yeah. And Tyson Fury, he came in with a crown on his head being carried. Some people think he's a king now, eh? Mm-hmm. So that's why I say when you go back to his ring walk, it's validated now. You feel yeah, me? Yeah, yeah, Bobby, yeah. Bobby, we came in. You thought you was gonna kill something. Man, you went and damn near got killed. Yeah. Wow. As much as I hate to say that and admit that it worked on Monday and that night, but it was what it was. You know, I mean, Wilder. Look, we not bashing you. I ain't even really sleep good that night, dog. For real. <laughs> you messed up my sleep that night thinking yeah. about what happened. I ain't bet no money. It wasn't about that. Just seeing. My guy go through what he went through. Mm-hmm. That was that, that was rough for the fans too. They need to know that too. And we don't want them to just think we be bashing them, but we, it'd be rough for us too. Mm-hmm. And that's why I say, like, when I come back, and I know when you come back on here, we talking. It's like corner talk. It's like you know what the, what what were you doing? What the hell were you doing that night? That's my words. The wild. It's like not saying, oh, I'm I'm not riding with you. I hate you. It's like, yo, man, like you got to tighten up. You know, don't worry about the costume. Worry about your skills. You know, first reaction was, yo, you got you got work to do. You know, it was like everything, everything that Tyson Fury brought to the table. It was like you couldn't you couldn't you couldn't handle. You know, that was my thing. Like I was right. just telling the truth. Right. right. No adjustments. No mm-hmm. nothing. Just coming, coming out, doing the same thing. Eating shots. Mm hmm. Eating shots, man. So um, like we said, we definitely want to see him win. See if he can bounce back. But, you know, we had to say it remains to be seen. Yeah. You know, like I said, uh, certain guys would have took that beating and retired. Yeah. It was brutal, right? It was that brutal, but we know Wilder got a ton of heart. You know, and he got pride and he got an ego, and those things can be good when they check. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We all got one of those. Mm-hmm. But they got to be checked, though, eh? They got to be checked. Yeah. You know, and one, sign, one, one sure sign of things getting out of control kind of is him firing Mark Breland before throwing in the towel. It's not like they had an argument, you know, and then, you, you know, that's all it was. That's all So that's all you see. Mm-hmm. You don't see why he did it. You know, his side, you just, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and, Straight emotion. Right. And, like, bring you bringing up ego, that's, that's why it's important that you have 
like a down to earth, humble guy like Mark Breland. Mark Breland is not even a loud guy. He's just a chill guy. They're opposites, kind of. Their personalities, even in right. the way he's the box. Yeah, so is. my thing is like, yeah. Mm-hmm. So you got a guy with a big ego, or or a guy who's talking about catching the body. Well, you need that trainer to balance you. You know, like I said, you got to have that trainer to tell you when it's time to tone it down, or it's time to say, yo, like. I'm from the outside looking in saying, yo, you need to work on this or, or just he, he needs to be that, that guy that can counter your, counter your loudness, you know, your loud brashness and your cockiness. He, you need that right, humble. Right. right. The yin and the yang. The yin and the yang. Day and night. Yeah. You know, that calm voice around you. And, um, I just think Mark Breland was a good fit for a lot of reasons. You know what I'm saying? Not just one for a lot of reasons. And, this will probably be a decision that you know Wilder might wind up regretting because if nothing else, I think Mark Breland was your friend, yeah. your true friend, mm-hmm. and just to see how you kind of did him. He didn't turn on you; you turned you turned on him. You know, you got a lot of fans turning on you, talking trash, it's calling you a bum, and you couldn't fight. And you know, people people bring that up too, man. That's another thing. Wilder told you Wilder couldn't fight. Okay, but he knocked out 42 men? Yeah. He knocked out 42 men. Have you knocked out anybody? Exactly. You're not going to tell me a man who knocked out 42 men. I don't care if they all bums. You know what I'm saying? Which, you know, they wasn't, but I'm just saying that's still a lot of people have been a champion for 11, you know, 10, 10 fights. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you know, that that's just crazy to me, you know, that he can't fight. We we are we never said he was the best fighter. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I mean, and, and at the end of the day, you know what? Wilder still won't go through some people with the same style that he did before. I mean, Tyson Fury, he went 12 rounds with him. He made the 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 the, 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 the correct adjustments and came back and did his thing. That's what you do in the rematch. He already went 12 rounds. That's another thing. Wilder, you went 12 rounds with him. And you didn't change nothing. Right. It's not like he wasn't experienced. This dude went twelve rounds and went back to the lab on you, down to getting a new train. And that's the that's the definition of a rematch. You know, it's a redo. It's time to you know change things, do something different that that cost you the first fight. You know what I mean? Right. But but once again, and I'm, I'm, I mean he was right about that statement, but it's still going to his mindset. All I got to do is, is be be good for two seconds. Okay, but that's not what you want to do, though, Wilder. Mm-hmm. You're right. You might only have to do that, but that's not what you want to do because that two second might never come. It right. doesn't come Saturday night. Mm-hmm. You know, you gotta you gotta do the work. It's like I mean, when I think about some of the things, it seems like he just been cutting a lot of corners too, man. You know, not the bashing, but not with the road work, not jumping rope. Mm-hmm. You know, now you know what I'm saying. You, 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 you can't keep. Cutting corners, you know, you want to depend just on the right hand. You, you can't be on top with, with with that. You know, you can fight and make some money, but you can't be the champion with that type of mindset, man. You no. know what I'm saying? I, I don't think you can. No, I think, you know, being a champion, like, you know, it has to be that balance of uh, confidence, but you still got to be able to be expected to be humiliated, you know, um, yeah. be, be humble. and. Yeah. Always think positive and always think like you you are the champion. But to me, I always felt like I think you prepare better if you expect the worst. That's just me. Like going into and, 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 and 
that's my mindset too. That's what yeah. I'm saying. You know, you speak it, receive it, believe it. But but what are you speaking though, mm-hmm. man? You feel me? You could be speaking anything. You yeah. know what I mean? If you gonna speak it really? It kind of need to, the kind of need to be the truth. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? You feel me? So like me, that's how my psyche work. I like to think down and then get surprised when it's good. That right. feels good to me. And even- I, the worst feeling is shooting high and then it's way low. So I like to shoot low and then when it's high, that gives me releases endorphins in me. Eh? You know what I'm saying? Right. But, and even for me, like when I do expect the worst, it's helping me prepare for different scenarios like with this Tyson Fury fight if you expect the worst saying he's gonna come at me with this then I say I'll prepare for this well if he comes at me with this I'll prepare for that you know what I mean so your everyday life you might say like dang man like you know somebody might run into me on the street well I might want to drive slower you know make sure my seatbelt so just little things you know to make you think absolutely I totally agree mm-hmm. with you. I um, actually was having a conversation with somebody, and they was like, "Man, you so negative." I said, "I'm just a realist. Why, why, hey, hey, why am I just going to think beautiful thoughts, and then when something hit me, I go into shock and want to commit suicide? Because I never, mm-hmm. you know, what I'm saying, mm-hmm. even consider something like that. No. I just be real about reality. I'm, I'm getting older. <clears throat> it's all types of things out here that can happen to us, and I just want to be real about that." Right. I don't want to be that guy to be like, I can't believe this happened to me. I'm a person. It can happen to me. Right. You know what I'm saying? I just, I, that, so that's my mind state. I'm never, oh, this is not a nah. You don't know. Yeah, like me, I'm not being negative, but every time I step out the front door, you know, when I leave the house for the day, I'm always, I'm not always thinking this, but, you know, I know the fact that somebody could just come up and bust me in the head is out there. <laughs> Damn, man. Or, or like, <laughs> Or like, you know, a cop could pull me over for no reason. So, you know, so I'm always like, you know, I'm always like on a guard, like not a paranoid guard because I still I'm not stressed. But I just leave those options out there that bad is out there. So I want to prepare for the bad, you know, right? (laughs) This ain't a perfect world. It's a lot of bad out there. Mm -hmm. You're right. That's how it is. And for a guy like Wilder, that's why I say when you go in that ring, you got to be prepared that Tyson Fury might knock your ass down or bust your head. So every which way you look at it, you have to look at it like you lost already so you know what to prepare for, you know? Exactly. I mean, and like, like at the end of the day, he, he had to know that this was the, the most dangerous opponent out there. I mean, even the last time, Wilder, the 12th round, I think you did knock him out. But the fact that he got up from that still was impressive. You know what I mean? Come on, man. We see guys that get hit and they laying on the ground for three or four minutes. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I just ain't had to bring the smell of salt to the wake of guy up. Tyson Frey ate that shot. He went down. But the fact that he was still able to get back up and the amount of time that he did, let you see what you're dealing with is all I'm saying, man. You know what I'm saying? This guy was a guy who, he was the real deal, Wilder. And you knew that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You knew that. Yeah. The guy didn't go, he didn't go 12 rounds to the draw with you for no reason, you know? Exactly. You know, so, um, you know, to look past Tyson Fury or, like I say, you, you know, not prepare yourself. You know, people saying that he need to get rid of his corner and this, that, and the third. I'm thinking that's just casual fans. You heard that's somebody casual, say yeah. that. Or you don't know what you're looking at, or don't know what you're really talking about. I mean, 
Does he need to bring some new people in? Probably so, eh? Yeah. But yeah. I'm not saying get rid of the old people. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You know you may need to work on some other aspects of your game that because you can't tell me that the people there can't work on those aspects. Eh? It was he didn't want to work on them. Yeah, you I, feel me? I think like whoever you bring in, to be honest, they're gonna have to make it stick. You know, Wilder's gonna have to make it stick. He's gonna have to. He's gonna have to be the one to listen because I, I believe somebody like Mark Breland, a tall, slim fighter, could teach him a one. A, could have taught him a thing or two about how to keep a good balance and throw a good jab. You know. Man, come on, absolutely, absolutely. Without a shadow of a doubt. First of all, and he got to bring somebody in there that is going to make him rock wild to respect him. You know, he might be in a different mindset because he lost now, but he used to be in the boss, eh? Yeah. He's used to be in the boss. And if he still think that when the trainer comes in, he's the boss, then it's probably, it's probably going to be a problem. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? A person has to be trainable. You know, a fighter has to be trainable. You know what I'm saying? I mean, That'd some be guys sponge. that might not be trained. Well, I'm not saying that about Wilder, but I'm just mm-hmm. saying that is something that you have to be open to to be trained. You know, you have to listen. You have to take orders. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it's not like you work for this man. You know, he works for you. You know, you're going to cut him a check, but he's trying to help you get that check. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, because he wants so, a piece of that rock too, so he gonna make sure you you he gonna make sure you one hundred percent or close to it, you know. So I mean and, and you know he would want to, but how much can he do? How much? Training can only do so much. Right. You know, he can only do so much, you're a grown man. I can't make you get out the bed, I can't make you do nothing you don't want to do. I can recommend it, I can get an attitude. But what can I do? Mm-hmm. You know, Freddie Rose, how man he ain't waiting. Man, Freddie, what can Freddie do? He's just sitting around waiting. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, and, and you know, that's the thing, like Wilder, like, he's been in the game now for a while. He's been trained you know, he's been um trained by the same people, but it's not like he's like a we ain't talking about him anything like he's like a Chavez Jr. that's just self destructive. You know what I mean? Not like that yeah, type of fighter. No like he could still no get a trainer in and soak up things, you know. It's just all in if he wants to open his mind to that option. And you know absolutely. Absolutely, and that's yeah. what we're saying. That yeah, definitely, it's it's not he's not just wasting talent, but you know, like I said, he's an anomaly eh? from his build to the things he, he's been able to do. So he is in the space by himself. It's nobody else he can talk to who did exactly what he did. Right. No former champion, no current champion. You know, he is in the space by himself, and you know, like you say, you 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 had to find that connection somewhere but it gotta be respect to Wilder because you have to realize that you in there fighting but this man can help you win mm-hmm. he can make sure you win you know what I'm saying yeah. you know what I mean he can give you the blueprint to win so it's a hand to hand thing and it's you know that's why I say the fighters today you the boss but you're not the boss right so without a good game plan you, you can't win a fight yeah that's true, man. Like, yeah, you're going to be the one taking shots, but you still need that person to tell you how to throw them and win. You know, like, all of that. You know, it all goes hand in hand, baby. It goes hand in hand, man. <laughs> yeah. It goes hand in hand, you know what I mean? So, like I say, you know, Wilder could bring in any trainer in the world he wants, but if it's, if it don't translate or he can't execute, you know, then it's irrelevant. He wasted money. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He wasted money. 
You know what I mean? Look, look you know, the, 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 the infamous Jermaine Taylor and Emmanuel Stewart, you know, mm-hmm. may rest in peace. We see how the, the disconnect with communicating. That's what I'm talking about right there. And yeah. When Emmanuel had to do that, had to get that crazy with Jermaine Taylor because he wasn't listening. Right. He wasn't listening. He got the best trainer on the planet and he won't listen to him. Because you know how frustrating that is for a person that's trying to probably <laughs> trying to give you the answer that's right there, but you ain't executing it. You know? Can you, ima- can you imagine, brother? So <laughs> I'm just saying that that is out there, man. It's not like you know, it's simple as people say, Oh, the trainers tell you do this, you go out there and do it. It's not that easy. You know, that that is a characteristic, a trait, a good yeah. trait to have, you know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. But um But yeah, man. Like I say, yeah, I was gonna say too. Oh yeah, yeah, man. Um, I know we ain't gonna harp on this too much either, but like rematch talk or the rubber match talk. Like, how do you feel about that? Like, too soon or what? Um, in my opinion, too soon. But I get the big picture. You know, Wilder's thirty-four. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, people trying to cash out. You know, the, the, the trilogy will be huge. You know. Well, I don't know. I mean, I guess they thinking it'll be huge. I mean, a lot of people feel like there's no need for a trilogy. Definitely not right away. I mean, but me personally, Wilder could benefit to take a couple other fights, some time off and take some other fights. But um, I understand why they're trying to do it. You know what I'm saying? Just from the business standpoint, you know, Wilder mm-hmm. getting older, time is now. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, I think for me, it is too soon. But like you said, like if if they were if they were thinking about maybe retiring after the fight, then that's one thing. So, yeah, you might want to get it out of the way. But I think, you know, just after seeing so much go down mentally, emotionally, how draining it was and how it affected his corner, I would say wait, because even um, Tyson Fury, he did it after the first fight. You know, right. Wilder might just want to humble himself and take two fights just to kind of work on things and, you know, just heal up, you know. But um, it's kind of like, though, with the, um, like I was telling you earlier, even like with the Hopkins Trinidad, there was a talk of a rematch between Felix Trinidad and Hopkins, but that fight was nowhere near as, you know, it was dominating, but this one just looked really bad, you know, because it was a heavyweight fight, but. You saw that rematch didn't happen because that's how one-sided it was. So right now, just off of what Wilder's shown, you know, like how how important, you know, how or how damaging could it be to him, you know? Again, like to go in there with the same guy that beat you the way he did. Exactly. And, you know, with, with such a quick turnaround, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, most people don't really see different outcome what, 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 what could you really change in you know that short amount of time to really let us see a different outcome now it could happen mm-hmm. I'm saying it could but I'm just saying how some people you know feel but at the end of the day and it's a fight to stand to make a lot of money so if you stand to make a lot of money they're gonna make it happen oh yeah you know what I'm saying you oh. know yeah. Health wise and being a Wilder fan, it's nothing I need to see immediately. Because when I see it, and I want to see him win. 
Same. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I want to see him beat Tyson Fury. So, you know, I, I, I just, you know, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I, I don't, yeah, I don't think it's the, 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 the smartest thing to do, but I get it, though. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, if you just want money, then go for it. But, like, for the fans, we kind of know what the outcome would be if you ain't prepared. You yeah. Know? But, um. And, and, and again, going off that, going off that, that ego, man, because he had 30 days to accept a rematch. Why you ain't wait to the 29th day and in the, in the 23rd hour? You know what I mean? I would at least join out 30 days. You you hopped on it immediately because it's like, yeah, I got I to gotta get this. Mm-hmm. And that, I don't know if that's the right attitude to go into this with. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, that's true, man. Because, like, your heart and your body right now, they ain't really synced up. You know what I mean? Like, you got to make sure your body's okay. But if your heart just telling you to do it, it could get you killed or hurt, you know? Exactly, and you got to realize, I mean, the people around him, the Shelly Finkels and the, you know, the JDs, and they get a check when you fight, mm-hmm. so they want you to fight. Right. You got to realize, all of them, they, I mean, they, I mean, wifey, mm-hmm. you, know, <laughs> yeah. you know, the people around you look at you from a, a money standpoint, you don't look at none of them as money, all of them you got to pay, mm-hmm. all of them are, are, are your liabilities. Right. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, all of them would be in favor of you rematching, maybe immediately getting this huge payday, and then, you know, you might be done after that. But at least we got this big payday, you know, you, you got to look at stuff like that, too, and you feed a lot of people, you know? Right. You know, these people around you, are they telling you the right thing? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you got to look at that. Yeah, you got to look at what their their intentions are sometimes, you know? Yeah, their motives, because all he <laughs> Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So, and when 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 he doesn't fight, they don't get that big Wilder check. Yeah, you might got some other fighters you getting hit, but you don't get that that check you get when when Wilder fight. Mm-hmm. That's you awesome. know, so yeah, I mean, this is something to think about. How many people stand to you know make money by you taking this rematch too? This was so messy, man. It was oh, a very yeah, entertaining man. fight. It was crazy, but yeah. this, it was so messy, man. I mean, just so much stuff, you know, going on. Oh, yeah, man. It was, man. But, um, you uh, covered a lot of stuff today, man, tonight, you know, just as far as everything, pretty much. We talked about everything. Everything, you know, man. We, do, man. we talked about everything. We, we, we apologize, y'all. That wasn't the plan. But We're y'all need that. <laughs> <laughs> I, know, I know I said that like a good way. Though. I, I, I kind of, I feel uh, accomplished now. We 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 covered everything, but uh, something different. P, as far as like your closing thoughts, man. Like your closing thoughts today. Like if you get if you had some words for Deontay Wilder right now, what would you tell him? Man, I let Champ know to hold his head. You know what I'm saying. A loss. The the greatest fighters have you know suffered a loss, and just you know if if this is something you really want, you gotta you know commit yourself and make it happen. You you, you prove to the world that you can do it. So I you know I just don't want him to get discouraged and too hard on himself because um you know he's still, he still we still ride with him. You know what I mean? We're still still down for the bronze bomber. 
you know. I I am. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And I know he got other fans too, mm-hmm. but you know, I don't want him to think everybody is out for his head. It is a lot of people that, you know, just ripping him to shreds right now. And that's how yeah. it is when you take a loss. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But um I'm definitely still a fan and looking forward to seeing <clears throat> with, with, with with how he comes back, man. Definitely, man. And uh, yeah, before I wrap it up, you know, I, I just say to Deontay Wilder that you know, yeah, definitely, man. Like, can't count yourself out. Don't, you know, I mean, when it comes to boxing, when you get in there, it's all on you. But you just sometimes, man, it don't come out your way. You just got to accept the accept the outcome, man. I mean, if you lose, just take it, you know, just take it graciously, man. And understand, go back and understand why you lost. You know, try to humble yourself and understand why and just try to make things better. Don't blame anybody else. There is nobody to point fingers at. No excuses. Just take the loss and say, hey, we need to move on. Because, you know, in the past we've seen him fight. He's got a warrior's heart. You know, Wilder has the warrior's heart. And that's what we want to see even in a loss, the warrior's heart he possesses. But, um, yeah, bro, uh, before we do fully you know, close this out, just let everybody know where they can follow you at, man. Um, everybody, y'all can follow me at P. Barnhill on IG, and y'all can follow me on at Loud Pack Boxing on IG. All right, that's P. Barnhill and LPB, the LPB. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Box. All right, and you can follow me on Instagram at Combo Breaker ninety nine and uh, All Boxing Everything, and you can follow us both on Instagram at Jab the Jab Effect on Facebook and Twitter. And subscribe to the show on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, and SoundCloud. Oh, yeah. Definitely, man. But, um, yeah, man, that's all we got for y'all on this one, y'all. Uh, I don't want to talk y'all head off, but like always, man, my name is Combo Breaker 99. It's your boy, Boxing P. And we out y'all later.